0: Welcome to the morning meeting with Sarah and Jess,
1: where the tea is hot, the wine is chilled, and no topic is off limits. Pull up a chair and join us. There is room for all of you here.
0: We won't limit seating, we'll just build a bigger table. Let's
1: Let's begin begin today's today's meeting.
0: meeting. Hello morning meeting members, listeners, and friends. We are so glad you are here and hope wherever you are listening from today, you are doing well. We have a special episode for you, and you may notice it is already a little different from our usual style. Jessica and I decided there was no need for an opening chat from us, because we want to give the space and time to our guests today. So in today's episode, we sit back and listen to an incredible story unfold. We are so grateful that we have the chance to share this beautiful story with you and feel it is a perfect way to celebrate Pride Month. Sit back and listen to this story of fate, love, strength, and determination. Today's episode will be part one of a two-part story, so stay tuned next week for the following episode. On today's episode, we sit down with Dr. Heather and Haley Rutterham. Heather was born and raised in Cape Breton, and Haley, who grew up in Philadelphia, met each other 13 years ago while working at a summer camp, actually owned by Haley's parents in Pennsylvania. Married in 2011, they always knew they wanted children, but didn't start actively researching the IVF process until 2016. In the years between, Heather received her doctorate in clinical psychology from the Institute of Transpersonal Psychology in Palo Alto, California. Haley is a trained nurse and has a passion for weddings and all things fashion. They moved back to Cape Breton to put down roots and are currently working for mental health services in Eskasoni First Nation. Through their extensive research, Heather and Haley decided reciprocal IVF was the right choice for them. This dream became a reality with the love and support of friends, family, and their incredible medical team. Heather and Haley feel lucky and grateful for their experience and are happy to share their journey with us today. However, they do so while also acknowledging honoring and recognizing how difficult of a process this is for those who go through it. Everyone's journey is unique and the outcomes can be so varied. While they have both tried not to take a moment of this journey for granted, they have been especially over the moon since the birth of their son Gray over six months ago, the perfect addition to their squad. As they've stepped into their new roles as parents, they have been both enjoying motherhood love to learn new things, and look forward to every opportunity they have to hang out with their families. In these episodes, Heather and Haley take us through their journey with Reciprocal IVF, from the early stages of research, to picking a donor, to the personal decisions and painful procedures, the pregnancy, delivery, and birth of their son, to adjusting to parenthood and deciding what's next and when. They cover the ins and outs, costs associated, the risks and rewards, and what it was like navigating systems built with heteronormative language as a same-sex couple. As two funny, down-to-earth, open and warm people, they have us laughing and crying along with them as they share their journey with us. It is such a pleasure to welcome these two incredible women, moms, advocates, and friends around our table for today's. Well, cheers, morning.
2: ladies.
3: Of we're so glad we're, we're here. here.
2: So
1: cheers, happy. cheers, cheers. I'm outnumbered here. You girls are all drinking red and I'm the only You got to get on the good stuff, Jess. I know, I want so to. I want someday. to love red, but I don't know if red loves me. You got to be you. It
0: will. It will. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here, Heather and Haley. We're so excited to chat with you and hear about your story and your journey uh, through the process of reciprocal IVF. There's so much Jessica and I want to know. I know there's so much our listeners will want to know. And we are just so thankful for your time and to have you with us. So welcome to the morning meeting.
2: Thank you. We're excited. We're excited. Yay. Yes.
1: I feel I so lucky to have a front row seat to this conversation. Let me tell you I, I just everyone should be jealous. Cause so far it's been so much fun.
0: I know we've been laughing uh, so much we're like yeah. wait save it for the podcast. <laughs> we're having too much chit chat before this starts. Okay, Heather and Haley, the floor is yours. Tell us about yourself. Tell us, the listeners, about who you are, how you met, and the journey that you've been on in the last little while. Who is Heather and Haley?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I can start. I'm Heather. And uh, this, um, so Haley and I met in 2008 at um her parents own a summer camp in the Pocono Mountains right in uh, Pennsylvania and New York kind of border area and it's one of those camps where like there's sports and there's waterfront and music program and it's like the it's amazing place it's called Independent Lake Camp and (laughs) my sister used to go every year so one summer I went to work as um a head counselor there and that's where I met Haley yeah I I
3: hadn't been for years and then I went back to work as an office manager and she was actually working with my best friend at the time and I saw her gardening with my mom (laughs) who is that
0: and then (laughs) kind of
2: the rest was history yeah
0: you've been together ever since
2: yes absolutely we kind of tried to do after camp was over that was really hard because you're kind of in this like little bubble for three months right Right. right and then you have to go back to the real world we only lasted about six months doing the long distance thing. And then Haley moved and we trained. were
3: traditional lesbians and took my U-Haul across the right, border. Right across the border. <laughs> Not on the
1: second
2: date, but
1: pretty
3: close. Yeah. I was just
1: going to say that. So you're, so Heather, you're from Cape Breton and Haley
3: from Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So
3: okay.
2: Yeah, Yeah. so she transferred to CBU. She was at Hunter College in New York to finish her degree. And we yeah. lived in Halifax for a couple of years. And then we moved back to Cape Breton. Yeah. And then we got married in 2011. And Sarah was our photographer.
0: That's yes. right. I. Oh actually, my God. Not, not, not that mention. I forgot, but that's something Rusty. I didn't even tell Jessica. That's right.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I like look, look at those pictures through. all Hi. the time.
2: Yeah.
0: I hope I did it, Jess, that was one you of the most so beautiful good. days had- that I... I've ever witnessed. Best. It was so fun. It, it was, was so gorgeous. The whole, remember the whales? There was whales. Yeah. We paid was, for that. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, I hired these the whales.
3: Background. Yeah, We were in no.
0: Um Inverness or
3: uh, Shetty Camp, Camp, Island sunset
0: Camp Resort. Yeah. Yes. But we went over to Chimney Corner-ish area right. to take the photos. And we were on that yeah. cliff by the beach, beautiful sunset photos with, I'll cry just thinking about it because it was so gorgeous. Like, what it are the chances? So it was perfect. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Jessica, there was a pod of whales. <laughs> it's
2: oh true. My like yeah. sun setting in the it's background. Sun setting like... in the ocean
0: <laughs> on a cliff in their beautiful wedding gowns. Pod of whales. come. I'm like, God, Imagine that. Yeah. It was, it was
2: magical. It was magical. Wow. It was amazing. I'll have to
0: see those photos. Can we yes, share Yes. We'll share them. Definitely. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I think I might have on... a
0: photo of the whales. So we'll try and dig that out. Yeah.
2: There. And then we did a... We, Little tip for anyone doing weddings: We did a whale watching tour the night, the day after the wedding, and rented like two big boats so everyone could go whale watching. But everyone was so deeply over <laughs> that nobody could go on the boats. So it was like us, my parents, and like all the fourteen kids. kids.
0: <laughs> How romantic! My goodness, hilarious! Yeah. So you got married in two? That was in two thousand and. 11. Eleven. And then wow. we got in the years, car the day after. Years. Yeah. Holy smokes.
2: Yeah. And then we got in the car like three days later and drove to California for to go to school for my PhD.
0: That's we right. Wow. All the
2: stuff
3: up, like jigsaw puzzle style. Nowhere to
2: live, just drove. Wow. <laughs> and then
3: found a place when we got there. And then we had to stop in Utah to stay the night. And I was responsible for the, like, money bag with all of our important documents passports. and right. passports. Yeah. And we were backing out of the parking lot. We drove for almost two hours with no cell phones because we didn't switch our phones over from Canada to America. I left all of our money oh, and all of the passports gosh. in the driveway on the ground. On the ground.
2: But the love no. of Utah put it at the front desk
3: and didn't yeah. take anything.
0: Oh I'm, my!
3: We called them and went back and picked yeah, it up. Yeah, it and out. It all worked out.
0: Crazy. Yeah. And you lived in California for a few years, right? Five
3: years. Five yeah.
0: years. Wow. Yeah.
3: And that flew by. She got her PhD. I got my nursing
2: degree. We got. We lived in two hundred square feet apartment for like sixteen hundred American a month. It was oh my god! We had to get the hell out in twenty sixteen. Oh my god. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. So when we I graduated, that though. Back. I mean, what a relationship test. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely you're golden yeah so after california you moved to sydney back home
3: back home luckily heather's parents live here because that was a huge help to not have to like pay for rent for a minute and i went through the permanent residency process so i wasn't
2: allowed to work for two years which was it was a nightmare a nightmare yeah it was nuts yeah
0: but then we got and at
2: that time in 2016 i got my job at Escazoni as the awesome. psychologist there.
3: So, right. Yeah. And then, and then two years later, two years later got I got my working visa and I started working as a research assistant for the Access Open Minds project out of Montreal in Escazoni. And so, yeah, that's what I've been doing and kind of evolving that position
0: it's incredible. And imagine you didn't go to summer camp, Heather. I know, I know. Where Crazy. would we you all be?
3: More crazier part <laughs> that I was in Australia for my junior year of high school. And Heather was in Australia at the same time. And we crossed paths and went to the, she worked at the IMAX theater. And yes. I went to the IMAX theater to like see. So we definitely probably crossed paths. Wow. <laughs> in the
0: same place, you think? Like, what? I love
2: how she just dropped that just to say that she was, a junior in yeah. high school when I, I was traveling after I graduated university. <laughs> it's a little dig like that. There's a there's a five year age. Gap, just so which, we know just so which we is know is not hardly anything now that we're no. older, but we met when she was twenty.
3: Mm-hmm. And Heather used to have to sign me into the bars.
2: You don't have to tell people that. In oh my gosh, you, you weren't yeah. so <laughs> we don't have to tell people that. <laughs> she used to like... So yeah, so in 2018 we bought a house in Westmount, and that was kind of I don't know why, but for some reason that was like when I felt comfortable to do the baby thing
0: right like mm-hmm. i hate
2: that it had to come in that order in my mind because right it's kind of maybe right. a societal pressure thing and stuff
0: you but were the condition mm-hmm. to think for that, me
2: right? that felt like okay now we're ready to give it a shot.
1: right yeah and we well, talked
2: about that as like a
3: stabilizing thing like once yeah. we get housed, house then we can right. like have yeah the babies and stuff like that. right so
0: right i was just gonna say that it's it in part probably a little bit of social conditioning as we've all been but also probably gives you like a sense of security and right. and you know exactly. A, exactly you understand that you have you can provide in certain ways now right. and you know that whole thing might have it's it makes sense that you right
2: it does yeah and that was kind of what it was so then we started like doing the research you guys are gonna laugh so hard the For us, well, I I should say this like humbly because a lot of people maybe like this part of the process and Mm -hmm. don't think it's crazy, but the picking of the sperm for me was (laughs) a little crazy. (laughs) Like it was just like, Haley got us a subscription to Well,
3: there was many subscriptions and very uh, several different companies, but after we got so I did all my rogue research before Heather was ready to do her research. Right.
0: So when so Heather was ready you, ready. ready, you already had it ready she to go. She was behind the scenes doing yeah. it. She yeah, was very thing. familiar. Yeah. <laughs>
2: she did the same thing with the house. I'm like, we need to take a break from house hunting. I can't do it right now. And she was And then I called Valerie, doing
3: doing it it the Valerie this one came up. Can we go see it? <laughs>
2: like uh, everything happened very fast but <laughs> yeah. she knows me well so she's like i'll just keep it on the low until she processes this yeah, <laughs> yeah. haley's a little faster and efficient at those things yeah am, so so she had a bunch of subscriptions <laughs>
3: first her <laughs>
2: um,
3: and then we got recommendations from the uh clinic in halifax art the atlantic it, art Atlantic assisted reproductive therapies
2: Therapy is what a Clinic yeah. is what it's called. Which is like the main one that I it's don't know. Only any, one. I don't know anyone else who's used anything other than that.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pause this here. Yeah. I know like this, we have who are like, we have to make sure they walk us through the sperm donor thing. They, right. We can't let them forget that because no. it's yeah. so, like, we are so fascinated at this whole process. Um, But I want to back it up for our listeners. Jessica Go and I for. know a little bit about the process that you've gone through, but you knew you wanted kids. You decided yes. you wanted to have kids. Oh. I think, is it fair to say that both of you imagined having kids someday separately and together? Like, did you know that this was yeah, something yes. you wanted. Yeah, for me so, it was hundred percent. Yeah, right. And when you when you decided together, you had the host. You were like, okay, let's do this. What process did you know you wanted yeah. to follow? What's the first step? Like right? the reciprocal IVF. Can you can you tell us what that is and break that down for us? Oh uh,
2: well, we didn't start there. So, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. We
2: didn't
3: start there. Well, luckily, so first we just wanted to like honor the process and say like. This doesn't go easy for everyone right right Mm -hmm. and that like we were very lucky in how everything kind of panned out and like this is a a very intense emotionally physically financial process that once you kind of dive into it it's a
2: lot it's all consuming Mm -hmm. right like and we were blessed that it worked out fairly quickly for us but we also have friends who have gone through a lot so much heartache and pain right. and it's and it's not so we, I guess what we want to make sure was we're humbly presenting the fact that we are so grateful that it did go the way it did and absolutely it might not have, you know, right. so. Right.
3: And like the things that we're going to report, like we're very lucky in like the numbers that we got and like all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I don't want it to seem like we're bragging or any of those things right. because it's a very individual process. It's a very mm-hmm. stressful right. process and like, the way it worked out for us, we were very lucky. Yeah, yeah I think like it's clear. Only-
0: you're you're just sharing your journey with us and telling yeah, us yeah. your experience, knowing yeah. that it's not everybody's, mm-hmm. right? Everyone has yes. a very mm-hmm. unique experience right. through this process.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and we just so- kind of want to walk the line of uh, honoring that and celebrating the fact that it did go well for yeah. us. Yeah, right, did right. This particular journey.
1: Yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: Yeah. yeah, because that's hopeful, right? For yeah. so people Absolutely. to know both sides, like all possibilities mm-hmm. of outcomes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, so I apologize because I thought, so when you start this process, reciprocal IVF wasn't where you started. No. Oh, so what, okay. Why? Okay. What does that look like? What does that mean? So
3: ideally I wanted to go first in the process. So like, okay, after I did a whole bunch of different research and then we got the recommendation from the art clinic to utilize certain different sperm banks that they've worked with. I then got a subscription to the one that was like the most reputable, got like our choices down to like, I'll we'll talk more about a whole bunch of different <laughs> yeah. parameters
2: went into that. Right. And then from there. Okay. So basically you got two options. Yeah. We. The thing about fertility clinics is a lot of same-sex people are are utilizing the services now and like we don't necessarily go in with fertility issues right, go, right. like most people who access IV. we're just missing a part of right. we the just equation miss- yes right. exactly so the first thing is you can so what we did was you need first thing first you have to order the sperm so you got to, we'll talk about how we pick that out but there's a couple options one is insemination So insemination is essentially the joke about the turkey baster They do it there, but they basically inseminate the sperm and it goes through all its normal channels, gotta swim up, get through the egg, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um that and that's lots of people try it.
3: Also known as IUI, yes, the business. So intrauterine insemination. Right.
2: Okay. And so it's my understanding that that percentage is about eight to 10% success. So, wow. It's wow that's very really low. low. Oh, wow. And actually even naturally women conceiving every month, it's not a high percentage. Right. So right. You'll get right. That makes so, sense. Yeah. I was just
0: going to say what, it, I wonder what that percentage mm-hmm.
2: is. I, I don't oh, it's say low, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. I, for yeah. some reason I think it's somewhere in like 20 or low. Wow. Or a little bit, but um, so And that's cut, but that costs $1,500 plus the cost of sperm. So like, so the cost of sperm is $3,000 for
3: three three vials of sperm. Yeah. Wow. So in and of itself, 10 to 20, 15 to 20% of women at the age of 35
2: have a chance of getting pregnant every given month. Right. So then it's, then you take in factors that it's not like the things that the sperm has to go through and all of that stuff. Right. So, and IVF hovers in around fifty percent. Okay, but then you're looking at ten thousand plus, right? Which wow, is, plus all of them, pl- it, it right. is right. Yeah, plus, yeah. Plus. yeah, yeah. So, like, it's going to be in retrospect whether you did the right thing or not. I know, I do know a, a couple couples who got pregnant from IUI. Okay, and then if that works out, you're like, yes, you just didn't spend fifteen thousand dollars, right? So that's awesome, right? Um. So we did try that twice with Haley and I was, she's younger than me by five years.
3: Mm -hmm. And part of it was, I wasn't working. I couldn't do anything. I had to wait for my MSI to even come in. So like I was like all gung ho, like I'm not doing anything. Let's get pregnant. Right. Yeah. And we found like one
2: round of blood work is $800. $800 yeah. at,
1: the at the hospital.
2: hospital she's not Canadian.
1: Oh so- wow.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: Yeah, we better so wait. I like okay, i am <laughs> <on laughs> Yeah. The-
0: Just kidding. blood work right. until
3: my MSI
2: comes in. And right. so, I think we chose you because you were more at the time wanting to do it and I I was having a like
3: real like urge like this is something that I can contribute to our relationship yeah Heather just did this massive feat of getting her PhD yeah like this is something that I can do kind of thing
0: do you think you Mm -hmm. felt that Haley from like a nature perspective like you felt like you were ready like something in you was like I want to do this or was it more of your mind being like I want to do this because of these external factors
3: a little bit of both yeah. actually like I think there was definitely the pull of like we're getting older like right that kind of thing and then also like I didn't have much on my agenda at the time so like preparing my body like going to the gym every day and doing swim right. aerobics with Debbie at six yeah. o'clock in the morning <laughs> like <Yes. mom. laughs> debs, the
0: best <laughs> the dad, so, so the debs. she's the
3: best
2: yes, she yeah really
3: is. so like I think it was a combination of kind of all of that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I had like, I was at the time really okay with if it was never gonna be me that cared.
0: Right, okay. Because at the
2: time I was five years older and I've always wanted kids, but I've never uh, felt desperate to be pregnant. That right that sense? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? So definitely. I actually ended, up, I thought I would hate it if I'm being truthful, yeah. I actually loved it. It was, wow. I had a great pregnancy. But I thought I was going to hate it, right? <laughs> and
0: mm-hmm.
2: So I was like, "Well, if I can have the kid and not have to do that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so. Win. yeah,
0: yeah, So, so spoiler alert: yeah. Head carried.
2: Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Yeah. And um, so then we, so we got all the prep done. So we got was, all the prep you don't done. Don't do all the injections and stuff. You just track your cycle. Okay. Yeah.
3: So I was in France with my sisters, drinking wine, dipping my pee and
2: (laughs) (laughs) ovulation
3: kits, doing my stuff, like trying to like get it to work or whatever. And then we tried twice and we tried twice, tried twice and both times neither one took. Right. So like that was devastating. And then I thought there was like something wrong with me. And then in actuality, after like getting back to the clinic and having like an assessment
2: with no, them. They got us to, they got Haley to Dr. McMullen here. Shout
3: out to Dr. McMullen. She is the amazing.
0: best. The best.
3: She, anyway, they got me to Dr. McMullen and she did a HSG and both my fallopian tubes were blocked and so there was never going to happen. It was never no, going wow. <laughs> <work. laughs> to work. And
2: okay. there goes like $4,000. Oh, well, Why don't they check that? And well, this well, is the thing wait, they it. did for me because we didn't know at first when we went dart who would carry so okay. they, they checked for me because i was over 35 but assumed because Haley was under 35 at the time they did but there was check. no issue
1: right and but wh-
2: what they've since changed their policy so, oh. so there are a couple of hard conversations with them which they
3: <laughs> navigated fabulously we did good i did okay yeah
2: <laughs> just okay <And> well <laughs> yes um, we manage it i they, ended up being the one that was only allowed to communicate with the finance like you'll be dealing with me from now on so uh let's, yeah, let's move
3: you're forward like
2: thank, you, thank <laughs> yeah. you but
3: they're very lovely yeah and but now it's part of the process like heterosexual same sex, anything. Yeah. Everyone goes through the same checklist It's MSI cover. There's no point not to do it. That yeah. Is... So that was the infuriating yeah. part that like so could the die. I could have basically knowing.
2: they should die mm-hmm. in to make sure it can get all the way through. And right. They can see it getting into the uterus.
3: And it was down. really painful. Like yeah. I was in there with Dr. McMullen and she was like, This is bad. Like this is shouldn't this is hurting. I'm sorry I'm hurting you. Like it was like really painful. Yeah. yeah. And in it could have been avoid like all of that mm-hmm. other stuff could have been avoided thinking like I wasn't good in like something was yes. wrong. With me. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Emotional all of roller this- coaster.
2: Well, and we could yeah. have taken that four thousand dollars and put it, put towards, it right the towards IVF. IVF. Right. Just skip because you could skip, you can go, that won't matter if you do IVF. right?
0: Right. Right. So
2: so that was kind of really emotionally draining. And so and-
3: I had to take a back seat because mm-hmm. I had hit a wall. But before that, Heather, like one night was like, um, I want to carry the baby.
0: wow conversation i don't know why and yeah did that just come sorry it did
2: like i yeah it did and then i was like you know it's so expensive that you're trying to think of every reason like let's Mm -hmm. just do it this way that because it's more expensive to carry her egg than just do mine and then i was just like laying there one night and i was just like like we're going to spend money anyway. Let's do it exactly how we want to do it. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I mean, I'll be paying the loan off anyway. So it's right. another mm-hmm. couple months. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. so um, that kind of both of us then felt like we're still getting, we got, we, yes. We're sorry. still getting yeah. the
3: best of kind of, we both get to be like a major part, part of the process. Right. So like, right. okay. So after finding out that my fallopian tubes were blocked and that Heather wanted to do it, we called Art pack and we were like, well, our friends that we know did the reciprocal IVF and that's what we want to do because everything that was going on. So then we started to do like, we had to do another medical check to make sure everything yeah. was like all good after me kind of letting them know how I felt about the first round of medical check
0: <laughs> right. and how that didn't <laughs> go very well. We put that in the past and so we are moving to for forward together. <laughs> so are really amazing there. They are really amazing there. They
2: really are. Fabulous know what group doing. of
1: people. What would it mean to you to go into your birth with confidence, even if you've never given birth? It's not a myth. Knowledge really is power. Whether your birth ends up the picture of perfection or not, it can still be positive. Part of that is understanding all your choices along the way. Bell v. Birth and Baby can be your key to knowledge, so you can feel empowered, welcomed, supported, and guided as you prepare for your birth journey. Taught by experienced teacher, certified childbirth educator, and birth doula, Sarah Landry, the Best Birth Forward Childbirth Education Series is offered in either group or private classes in a flexible hybrid of self-paced and guided learning. By providing evidence-based information, inclusive resources, Practical skills and meaningful connection. Sarah can support you for your best birth. Find information on classes and services at www.dot.belvbirthandbaby.dot.ca and connect with her on Instagram and Facebook at
0: BellV Birth and Baby. Can you tell us what, like, explained to us and for our listeners exactly what reciprocal IVF oh, means? Because yeah. I think this is incredible. so science is amazing yeah how cool Um, is science reciprocal
3: ivf is when you take the eggs of a someone else and implant them into
2: another uterus so yeah so So we used haley's egg and i carried it wow so you guys like fascinating so funny throughout the process because haley's at the time when she got took the wheat, harvested the eggs or whatever you want to call it. Right. She was 32. So the eggs are forever frozen 32. at 32. 32. Right. right. 32. So, yeah. <laughs> but I, at the time was 37 when I was carrying. And so- Everywhere else besides art and the IWK, like when I went to CBRM, they would classify it as a geriatric, geriatric. pregnancy. Oh which my god! is crazy. If we just so,
0: rid That's so. I have so wild to me. Bad. It's it, so bad. it infuriates me that that is the term. Like you all know, like language yeah. inclusivity, oh like it's my gosh. thing. And yeah. when I hear that term, I'm like, I'm sorry, what?
2: Yeah, and it's and with the new research coming out and stuff, it's not even accurate 100. But you'll even laugh further, Sarah. The people at the IWK and the ones at art they don't classify it as a geriatric pregnancy, but it go, cause it goes by the age of the age. <laughs> and they kept saying, we, don't, we, don't, we care. don't care how old the uterus is. And I kept going, well, the uterus <laughs> is not that old. So can okay, we rude. tone it down a little bit? Lay off like, my
0: uterus. They're
2: like, yeah. You're just like you rubbing know? your
0: belly being like, you're fine. Oh you're fine, yeah, Katie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> you're doing great. So Haley,
1: so Haley, you had to go through then all the
0: injections. Cause you yes. were, oh, okay. Okay. Yes.
2: And okay, so
0: you had to sync your cycles, right? Is that right? Oh, yeah. that so I yeah. can't even put wrap my head around that. Right.
2: So we did have to sync our cycles, mm. and we had to take. It was so funny. We were taking birth control to line them up, and we we're both like, "Thought we'd never be doing this again." Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so like amazing. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we did
3: that, and then. Well, first of all, so in order to get the sperm, we had to go through all of these medical things. So there's like a couple of things you need to check in order for like good compatibility in regards to like yeah. the sperm. So like blood type, CMV, CMV negative or positive, positive whatever, whatever, you whatever you your yeah. situation is individually, um, blood type, um, a couple of other things are really important. And is that being
0: checked for the egg and the uterus or just so?
3: it wasn't checked for the uterus it was checked for the egg so right. they you i use my like blood type but heather and i have the same blood type so oh like, that, that was wow incredible. anyway yeah. so right. we gray heather and i first of all we have a son his name's Gray. by the way
0: amazing a, it, yeah. worked yeah. <laughs> it worked out yeah surprise <laughs> <Spoiler alert>. yeah <laughs> um,
3: and we are all the same blood type which is wow really cool. that is so cool. um after getting all of those parameters, the selection got our options down to like 12.
2: It's not out of thousands. As many as you think when you start lining everything. So of first daughters? of
3: all, yeah. So because she was yeah. going to carry my egg, we picked someone that looked as much like Heather as possible. Wow. Like similar features, like yeah. blue eyes, blue eyes light hair, right. kind of thing like that. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then, so that narrows the field even more. Even more. Plus there's an option called open versus closed. So an Mm. open um, donor means that he's okay with being contacted by the kid after they turn 18. If the kid wants to, but they can't contact the kid. Okay, And that was really
3: important for me because I was adopted at Mm. six weeks old. And the way in which I got in contact with my birth mother and pending my birth father, was like a lot of questions for me. So like that was a non, going to be a non-issue. We wanted to pay the extra money to make that. Right. Wow. And then so that narrows it. So that narrows it
0: down even more. And
2: then you go through the, like it's it's so interesting. They don't give you a picture of the person now, but they give you a baby Baby picture picture. of them. Oh wait,
3: there was one more. Weird category of whether you wanted masters, PhD, oh, or oh, wow, Level. you could
2: pay more. It got really, yeah, that,
1: and that was based on cost us. on price. Cost,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, like
1: what is this? Is it like a magazine? Is it yeah, like it's on it's on a, on what are we set. talking here? It's on
2: the computer. Like, do they send a catalog? For, like, for like but it's a it's it's digital catalog, yeah. Sperm Monthly. Oh, our new copy of Sperm Monthly here. I love it. (laughs) What do we got going on for this month? The mailman would be giving us weird looks for sure. (laughs) Yeah, so it's a computer. It's like a computer Computer catalog. catalog, Okay.
3: And then it has like all the parameters. And then, yeah. It's like Sperm Instagram. Exactly.
0: Okay. Or Tinder. yeah. yeah, swipe left. <laughs> <Exactly.
2: laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you go through and you're like, okay, blue eyes, we want that. Like, okay, height, you know, whatever. It gets weird. You don't want to go, in my, I don't know, lots of people do it different ways, I guess, but my experience, I didn't want to get too emotionally attached like eugenics mm. like like designing a baby of some sort or right something like that right. You know? like yeah i yeah. had in my mind that we'd get down to five and then randomly pick one out of that. but when you right. get down to it we didn't even probably have five choices
0: wow. wow
3: five minimum was the maximum
0: and you're so invested then
3: And the finite detail that they go into. So not only do you get a report of what the clinic people thought of the person coming in Uh to donate the sperm, you get a report of their own interpretations of how they feel about themselves, plus psychological testing results of like, and, and they have to write an essay. Oh my God. And I kid
2: you not, you guys, we have, we went through like at least two of them like this where it was like yes, they have the, that's a, yes, that's the feature we want. Absolutely. Everything checks off. And then you get to the essay and the guy's like, I'm pretty awesome. And I just think my seed should be spread around the world. I'm oh, like, Nope. Nope. <laughs> come
3: Bottom
2: on oh yeah you wouldn't believe
0: it. Some I'm, of pretty him, awesome, but, like, I'm pretty some much of awesome I'm pretty much awesome like
3: reading through the things and you're like okay yeah. this is a dud let's not
2: let's stay away from that <laughs> I home. don't know if this is from nature or nurture but no thanks yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah exactly <laughs> not risking that no. yeah. wow I hope this doesn't sound insensitive but like I wanted to flip through this digital magazine these bios. no way
3: you can go and look at it but it won't show you like super Certain specific stuff until you details
0: until it, you pay entertainment of like what because because what would you write if you're writing something well, you feel and, about yourself i don't know what i would write like what would you write right and Please things are the yeah. world are changing, like, there yeah. are
2: world changing like, if there was a time why couldn't get yes right but why but why yeah prove to me why and it's the world's changing too like there was a time and they're trying now because oh, this it's is in demand. Crazy. But like, you couldn't get sperm from a redheaded person, because and you can't be. It wasn't be, in demand, but now it's in demand. why you can't be shorter
3: but than five six. Because they won't expect won't the sperm. your sperm. And
2: <gasps> so it's very weird. It becomes very.
0: What a shot to the What's, what's heart wrong if with someone's five, like, I want to help Nothing. couples, and they but go that's in, the and then they Supply like, and
2: demand. If you oh, can no, choose honey, five 11, sure. eleven or five six, people yeah. tend to tend to. What a social
0: experiment! Like the social conditioning of this. What did that, what did that magazine look like 50 years ago? And what will it look like 50 years from now? Like what's the preferences? Yeah, exactly. And they are shifting
2: very quickly in the world. So, so we finally picked a sperm and then we got good advice. Okay. So the lesbian community in Cape Breton is not huge. right there's shout
3: out to all the lesbians there's lots of us hey guys um we're mostly friends and we
2: mostly pay baseball together i'm just kidding not really um that's that's a joke i'm just kidding (laughs) lesbians come in all shapes and sizes and do lots of different activities um (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? <laughs> <At least. laughs> okay. but but donor. like we've got good advice for friends like don't ask other people's donor number because we have friends who have asked and they have the same donor so number. they, call, no. they yeah. call them diblings. yes and there's even like communities in halifax that have facebook groups meetups that they need up for genetic connection stuff so we we have a strict don't ask oh, policy yeah. no, i don't, don't want to know <laughs> exactly
0: so Great. did you, you know never, that you right never, away never. Did, were both of you on the same page with that you were like we don't want to know if anyone yes. else has yeah. this well i didn't know anything about it Oh, to tell a friend and I was like
2: I didn't even think that that would be possible but when no. you narrow it down the mat like the certain sperms like you're gonna so buy the small. same ones and crazy enough like you can spend if you have like a uh, just all the money in the world and you want to do this you can buy out a certain kind yes of you can so say oh i'm buying out oh, the wow. whole thing
3: so no one can get yeah the sperm so like you so, can buy one vial two vials three vials or you can buy them all you can pay. So then that person
1: can no longer be a sperm donor no Dang. so
3: they can put up a contract with the donor sperm that said that you can't accept any more donors and, and that it's called some it's a specific name for like they bought out all of the stock basically yeah. wow. for that one donor type
0: it's crazy are these donors that you are looking through like geographically speaking are they most eventually so most
3: likely the clinic that we were working with was mostly out of Canada and Mm -hmm. most of the donors were out of Ontario but like they gave us recommendation for one out of America okay like so it's it's based off of your region but like there's no local
0: sperm. Okay, that's and what I was wondering. Yeah, the yeah.
3: other discriminatory thing is like you can't use a friend or like well, anything
1: like that. You can that. do whatever you
2: want behind closed doors, but the clinic, but the clinic won't, won't do accept- it for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it's complicated.
2: No. the The reason they're doing it is not meant to be discriminatory. No. They're doing it because there's a lot legal of legal ramifications. ramifications yeah. Whereas right. if you get it from a reputable sperm, dealer, there's already- <laughs> I don't even know that's <laughs> <Yes. really weird. laughs> <A> reputable <laughs> sperm place. Like, Every, all the paperwork's been done nobody's right. gonna come to you and mm-hmm. say that's my baby and that's right me. and
3: that fear was a fear for us that like no one's coming and taking
2: or like if you use us. someone you right. know no. you just don't know what feelings yeah. are going to happen ever but some people yeah. do go that route and it works out for them for us right. it just wasn't um and the clinic won't do it because of the biological thing but like we just always thought that it's such a privileged place. If you're talking $3,000 just for the sperm, right? like you're automatically not allowing people to access the ability to have children if they have like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so yeah. If yeah, they have right. that
0: piece already. Right. Exactly. And luckily right. in Canada,
2: the
3: healthcare piece, at least the MSI piece or like the basic kind of coverage or like assessments are covered. A lot of but things are like, covered
2: under MSI. Okay. In
3: America, all of the blood work all of that yeah. stuff is nothing none There's of the cost, for every, single There's a cost thing. for every single thing yeah
1: you so know, most like, of yeah most of the medication you took was covered right no, no. wait till so we tell you about that so that it, yeah we'll tell you about that because them.
2: that was really a difficult part wow. so so we got the sperm yeah we okay. got th- we got three vials did you and we we used two already because had okay. the insemination right so we had to
3: to use the whole vial for each insemination and like when i say this was like a normal size vial with a red and brown top like yeah Yeah. this this much at the tiny bit of the bottom was like a half inch
2: of liquid or not
3: Not even wow i'm thinking it's
1: like a blood like a like a
3: a bottle of blood collection So like if it's a normal like amp like blood collection tube. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good visual the, the
0: blood collection. yeah bottom
2: the very tiny bit it's
3: the just the pointy part what? and what? like maybe just and a little <laughs> bit at the top and they kept saying to
2: them you sure there's enough
3: she's like, like there's, there's four million, million sperm in there 4 what? million
2: sperms
1: <laughs> right there yes yeah. that's so, why they sell you take say the pull-out method doesn't work i guess because it only <laughs> takes like a freaking this one little swimmer doesn't just one little dot
2: exactly
3: yeah. exactly wow
1: yeah. $3,000 and you don't even get a full friggin' vial.
3: Well, about so it. then you can get different types of sperm, which then kind of lessens your That's chances right. as like well. Washed, so you can have washed unwashed. or unwashed. And so washed sperm means that it was clean, basically. So all of the extra, extra seminal fluid was washed out of the sample. So it's basically just the sperm in a kind of substrate, like right. just floating around. Right. And then unwashed is just all of the stuff that comes out when a man ejaculates. Huh, I didn't even know that. Haley did a lot of the research on <laughs> the
2: So okay. some of this stuff is new to me.
3: So
0: when I hear things like this, I always go back to who was the first person to discover that you can right. do this? Right. Oh, like, yeah, how absolutely. do you wash sperm?
2: It's uh, absolutely so so, Like the wash Like we're, now you- we're seeing new research out of some places like Australian stuff where now they're fusing, fusing eggs. eggs so what? you basically have three, two, three genetic, genetic materials, materials Mine, one. Sperm, like mm-hmm. which is i think still experimental but it's like wow, another is science is amazing it is
0: science yeah. is freaking amazing is cool it is. Yeah. yeah it's incredible okay i have a yeah. question about the sperm process yes please. did you both decide did you both agree on the donor i mean i know it was limited options like once you clicked off all your clicks you know you you got it down like was it did it come down to like two was I picture like the bachelorette of sperm are you like looking at <laughs> the two the final roast? contestants and who's being like the who's the rose I'm in love with both of them who do I give my rose to like did you have different opinions or were you on the same page
3: so basically we were on the same page because at that point like normally I would find a bunch that I would like and then I would send it to Heather and she was like so busy and like a lot going on she was just, I trust you. I right. really, yes. yes. yeah.
2: really did yeah 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 I really did she was just like actually like she yeah. does that kind of work really well like yes. Haley is the one like for buying a car she's got all the work done before we go and so right. like yeah. i'm really okay with just her research she's like so, she like, so proven
0: after we chilling. had yeah
3: after we had Grace, she was like well, what what was the sperm like, <laughs> yeah. what,
2: i this? forgot <laughs> she what had to, was like, going on up. there she had to like, like pull <laughs> him up we were like finding all these things for the like we looked him up we're like oh he's He's very musician. musical He's he was a, a musician. Musician, oh, singer, 10 years in advance. He's an accountant. Yeah. So we told like <laughs> I told Auntie Emily, you know, Emily Digwall, yes said, you're uh you're in charge of that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's right. Fostering she that. Foster those yeah. skills. Yes, yeah. exactly.
2: So yes. So basically I just went along for the ride.
0: Amazing. Well,
3: I, I I did a lot of research. I talked to a lot of people. I contacted the clinics. I made a lot of friends with like receptionists and like tell me when the new sperms are coming in. Yeah. <laughs> but- oh <my> God! <laughs> <laughs> She's
2: on sperm notifications. Like hey,
3: they see a cute advice. person
0: walk at the door, they're like texting Haley under <laughs> the table. <laughs>
2: right? Call us. Call us. This is the kind of research she does. So. Yeah, yeah. And I was kind of I don't know what the right word is. Maybe overwhelmed. Yeah. By the whole idea of all of it, that right. it just was easier for me to. like, And we had such wonderful friends who helped us through this because honestly, without those people going before us and like literally taking us under their wing and tell us things that I would never have thought of. Like I can't, can't think of examples now, but like it would be so overwhelming to just go it alone. You'd be
0: navigating the unknown. Like, yeah. Um, you were telling me a little bit about this process and, and just to speak to maybe why you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed in the process is we talked about privilege of it all, right? Like it's a very privileged process. A, that you're there and able to do it. We just talked about that accessibility. But B, like you just mentioned, Mm -hmm. the master's or PhD level are more expensive. You're you're looking through it and you're kind of feeling Uh, like, how do I pick this? Because you want these genes, but you also don't want to feel Mm -hmm. like you're... Mm -hmm. It's, no, it's a privilege. That was process. uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was uncomfortable. Yeah.
3: And it was even a privilege process, yeah. even down to like the terminology that they use. Like nothing was explained in like lay terminology. Everything was medical jargon. Right? Oh, Everything way. was written in a way like
0: mm-hmm. at least the
3: clinic that we decided to go to or the sperm bank that we decided to go to was like all about LGBTQ two plus like, all of that, like, rainbows everywhere on their website, but, like, right. a lot of the other clinics were, like, everything was strictly medical-based, and, like, right. if you don't know this, then you'll probably have to, like, google mm-hmm. the information, and we were coming lost. from a very privileged space of, like, like, I went to nursing, Haley had yeah. a little background, like, yeah, but, like, I have a lot of siblings and they have mm-hmm. a lot of kids. And like Heather's sister was in the process of getting pregnant and having a baby at that time. So like we were like entrenched with a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Right. Was awesome. Yeah. But right.
2: Like not a lot of people have that type of support system right. and we were- Or can walk in the bank and get the law. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, such a good point.
2: Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, right. and that was part of feeling the overwhelm of it all. Like yeah. it, it has to be done that way because that's what's available and that's what's done. Right. And for me, it did feel like as privileged, as lucky as we are to be able to do it. Some of it felt a little icky in that Right. Sense. Like yeah. too yeah. controlled almost. Like right. even right. to the point where you can spend an extra 10 mm-hmm. grand and make it's, sure it's a girl. Or or girl. Sure it's wow. a good, or not the sperm, but your embryo. Your embryo. Right. So
0: like wow. oh, right.
2: for us, for me, that was like, right. Right. That's, that's just a little too much for me in the sense that I I, let's let a couple things happen as they Mm -hmm. Mm
1: go. Yeah, Yeah.
3: I think it's, and we didn't even know what we were kind of coming into because like we read a couple of books and like talked to friends, but like the actual emotional piece behind it, Uh we were like, we didn't realize that we felt so yucky after reading
2: like the descriptions of like the price tiers and
3: like all of this
2: stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. it's just and and everyone who does it has to navigate that part of it right it's part of the right the what's available what's the process so yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, so yeah you told us about some of the the um, you know about me sections that turned you off can you tell <laughs> us a little bit is there any that stick out in your mind of one's like reasons why they were doing this that were like oh that's really nice yes or, that's, you know? yes
2: there was absolutely, and I want to say the one we picked, but yeah. I don't remember if I'm yeah. being honest with you, <laughs> but there was absolutely some where they were like, I just want to help couples who need help. Wow. Like, and that was kind of and like, some, I'm sure some people just did it because you can make money. They need the money. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's okay too, whatever yeah. reason you do it. Yeah. Um. But there was absolutely some that were. Wholesome, like just really just trying yeah. to help people out and yeah. make it available, like do, do this nice thing that they can do. for Right. Reality.
0: Yeah. yeah. Go on. Take us from there. So you had okay. the vials. They're so we all got filled.
2: From, we, little... we used two already. Remember. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. You have Four three? Because they were blocked. So we have one left. Oh. So with a regular IVF process, you take out the eggs, which we'll talk about, which was absolutely the hardest part. Like I, I know I did my part doing the pregnancy part, but the egg harvesting mm. is so hard on like it was so hard on Haley's body and like,
0: right um wow. so
2: the regular IVF you put an egg in a petri dish you dump the vial of sperm in and if one makes his way in then you degrade and it's it's fertilized even though
3: survivor of the fittest isn't like the ideal situation but like yeah that's what is happening. it is yeah. right okay and <laughs> sure. um and then there's another was- process called ICSI which is uh, basically they take the yeah. sperm and inject take it directly into the egg one put it so they take the, the strongest sperm and
2: put it directly into the egg okay so there's so there you know that that the sperm's getting in. It. right so it's more expensive by like i think it was 1800 or 2000 dollars more but we started thinking about it so i guess Intracytoplasmic sperm okay. injection. Okay. So that's that's why I couldn't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> um and so basically, depending on how many eggs you get, and we'll talk about that, how many eggs you get, you need a vial of sperm for each egg that you want to fertilize. If you're okay. doing it
3: the traditional method of right. IVF with the egg and the petri dish and the okay. petri dish, yeah. right? Yeah.
2: With ICSI, that one vial could fertilize all of these four million eggs. Uh, like because oh, it takes right. one sperm. so even though it was more expensive it ended up when we tell you how many eggs we got and how many are fertilized it ended up being much cheaper because we would have had to buy that Each many vials, and of of vials. Right. Right.
0: right and i didn't i didn't uh, mm-hmm. know that the vials of sperm like that was part of the process when Haley tried before the fallopian tube issue was right. resolved and then with this process as well so, right. same so that bar- was our okay. three miles
2: so okay yeah. so we did last we down to our last and i kept asking them are you sure that's enough are you sure that's enough and they're like we only need one and there's four million yes <laughs> it's, it's fine <laughs> i was like okay wow i was panicking i was like trying not and to think of any more costs. the nice thing
3: about working with the clinic is that you get the sperm and they make sure that all of the sperm are motile like and that they're good, that stuff, yeah. viable options. Like if we would just go to a stranger and do it that way, we wouldn't go right. Right. or like right. any of those things. So like we
2: were buying a,
0: like so reassuring. a
2: product yeah. basically yeah. that got sent right to them and they did everything. Like and they it. tested right.
0: it and all yeah. I know wow. it, it's like microscopes and the whole thing, but I'm just <laughs> so immature of me, but I'm picturing what they're looking at being like, how do they see all those little right. sperm in this pile of like goo? Like, how do they separate? I, know. I have the, you a picture know? of it. Show us yes, because know what you mean. my mind is, I'm such a visual learner. Like, how do they figure that out in there? Yes. And then when you were talking about the strongest sperm, a picture of like a sperm with like right elbows up like, or like muscles two, kept popping curls, head. like
2: just el- curls. Exactly. the
3: one doing the
0: push-ups give me that
2: one yeah exactly <laughs> they're
0: just elbows oh, with the, the, the other swim cap on out of the right. way like doing laps See that in the pool in my- rainbow
2: flag? give me that one yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> michael phelps of the sperm we want him
2: <sighs>
3: so i can't i'll send you the picture but this is an actual picture of of the wow. sperm being put into the egg wow. in the yeah, in her in Heather's uterus, wow. so that's when no, that's when they oh put gosh. the
2: embryo
0: in, yeah, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah.
2: So, okay, so that's great. The ICSI, I know it's awesome. Wow. So, the ixie so we knew that we were doing that. So, now the next step is we got to harvest the eggs, okay, which is. So this I was is, like, oh this is gonna be fine." So last year in mm. February, we went up to stay at my sister's house. Which shout out to Sarah Roder, Sarah Everhart. She just had a baby, and we stayed with her because we had to be there for three weeks, going wow. back and forth. minimum. And so some people like I know who are working and just couldn't like we were lucky we saved up the time we were able to go and everything, but I know that they go back and forth and uh, for coming from Cape Breton to go back and forth, sometimes you have to be there every morning and sometimes you don't know when you have to be mm-hmm. there because wow. you're testing and yeah. they're telling you to come. So we stayed there the whole time.
3: Thanks, Darren. Dave. <laughs> and, uh,
2: and so basically we went in for like all these orientations. So we were with other couples sometimes like, okay, do, like they do group education center on the injections and stuff like that.
3: And then we started seeing the same people around the clinic, like, Ooh, nice girl, like, <laughs> yeah. I know you. we I started knowing you. yeah, because
2: <laughs> every day we would see them because they yeah. were coming back. Right. So how many days? So Basically, to get my body ready, I had to do start um, from the
3: very beginning.
2: Okay, so t- you tell okay, me. That so
3: the very beginning was okay. So basically they told us in order for us to be successful, both of our wombs need to be prepared at the same time. Wow. And in order for that to happen, Heather needed to take estrace yes. and um, birth control. And I just need to take birth control. So Heather's needed to take the S trace in order to build the lining of her uterus wow. and not have her period right to make sure that it was ready to receive they wanted to get thick.
2: right right so yes. like you know when you
3: go to the dot and you're like oh it's the thickness this is awesome the egg's gonna be healthy in a yes. good environment type yes. of thing and then for me I didn't have to take anything except the birth control until the egg process and was the estrace not the nasal spray the estrace was the little pills that oh, you would right, have to right. take and then we both had to take the nasal sprays Ugh. when we transitioned into like the active phase of the egg retrieval so oh. we did so you can do a frozen retrieval or a live fresh retre- fresh, retrie- fresh
2: transfer they call it right and so um but with the nasal sprays it was Five, five times, times in day. each nostril at seven, eleven, three, 7. I mean, 11 and 7 and 11. What? It was just so. We had our so kitchen table. I'll
3: send you the picture of that too. Our kitchen table blocked off with the medications we had to take at the times we had to take them. Wow. And each separated on each side of the table of like, that's Heather's meds and these are my meds.
0: I hope you're putting these pictures wow. in Gray's baby book. Yes.
2: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, like, when they harvest the eggs, They stimulate your body to release a lot of eggs at once. Right. So
3: normally, in a normal cycle for a female, you could potentially release up to anywhere between like one and five eggs, or something like in that normal range. Like you had twins, so you released potentially two eggs because they were
0: fraternal twins. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So like they did that on basically on which happens
0: when you're aging. I was told that.
3: Well, that's so messed up thank you for that
0: yeah
3: <laughs> um, um so heather was on the trace and the nasal spray to kind of jump start her body getting ready but without ovulating so like if she ovulated that would have been a bad thing we oh did not, that's okay that's what the stuff, stuff was for at all. All. i could, I could yeah, do not right. ovulate. that's what we do not want for
0: her. <laughs> right
3: and so i was continuing to take the birth control as well so I wasn't ovulating either so we did a fresh transfer so that means they did not freeze my eggs when they made them into embryos right normally if they were going to put the eggs back into me they would have to freeze them after hyper stimulating my right ovaries to produce more eggs so right that would be unsafe environment for the eggs to go back into my body some people Mm. can
2: do the, the, the hyper-stimulation, hyper-stimulation and do a fresh, still do a fresh transfer. But if you get a certain amount of eggs or a certain amount, like they won't do it. They'll just right. freeze them for a month and then do it next month. And that's more ideal. So right. you go through your normal cycle again
3: and then they, right. they, right. Re- right. In, they implant the egg. Yeah. Yes. Two
0: quick comments, not to yeah. interrupt. One is you must have had to do so much self-education because they definitely do not teach us about this in sexual education class in school. So like what you're telling me, I'm like, oh my gosh, what? There's so much you had to learn. And the other part is, yeah. Yeah.
3: So with that, is that we were lesbians and they were like, well, like the same-sex couples do a lot of research and like they left the ball in our court to like ask the questions because they're so used, to, they're so used people to people in coming, coming the- in. Right. Like, yeah. right. These are my questions. This is everything that I learned on the internet, yeah. right, through my friends
2: and yeah. and not yeah. because yeah. lesbians do more no, upfront no. research. Just, it's just the nature of understanding, understanding. Right. We have all these right. pieces that are missing. So we have, have to, to learn. Learn. exactly you know, right. fill in right. blanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of hetero couples mm-hmm. that also go to the clinic knowing a ton, but they just said that their experience was that they've been noticing yes, the that price. Kind of trend yeah. in that. Yeah.
0: The I second, mean, it does make sense. You haven't highlighted the point yet that you were like essentially syncing up your cycles, right? Yeah. So you have two well, women so- <laughs> living in the same place <laughs> with these synced cycles. Like, well, how is that climate for those yeah. two weeks?
3: So it was hysterical because at the clinic, we were like, both of us haven't been on birth control we've been together for eight years
2: so like there was no point
0: right and right.
2: I, I had to get a kick out of the it was a lovely nurse at the perinatal clinic after we had gray and yeah to check on him and she was just going through a checklist yeah and she said like what are you doing for birth control and Haley and I both laughed, and it was like well if, if somebody gets pregnant, there's going to be a lot of explaining <laughs> to do. And she was, yeah. she was so bear, She was laughing. We, we just here. thought it was the funniest thing. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm just yeah. on autopilot. Like I can't believe I just asked that.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. go through
0: that checklist, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like the list absolutely. needs to be updated. Yeah, but she we, we had a great too, laugh. Right? We had a great yes. laugh. She yes, yes, of so course. Funny,
3: so. And we had a lot of laughs, like look at my birth control. Like we were laughing really hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, we're back here again. Yeah, High right. school.
2: Yeah. So, so yeah, we had to sync up and then Haley had to get the, get the stimulator up. Like, so you can keep going with the medication thing. You're right. Better yes. Better
3: so the medication process, so we were both on the birth control and then we were both on the estrace, and then we were both on the nasal spray. Yeah. And then Heather had to continue taking the estrace and the nasal spray. So estrace is a, a synthetic estrogen yeah. that keeps your body from doing the normal process of ovulating so you're you're kind of tricking your body to like like the birth control pill like you, right. you're right. taking it you're not going to get your period right anything. yes but this was right. more intense because it was building up the lining in the uterine uterus to make right. sure that it was like that good environment yeah. and so that with the nasal spray was creating that environment that we needed for the lot or the fresh transfer and then so we went to the clinic, we did all of the stuff that we needed to do. Like, I can't imagine doing all of this and then not taking the medication or like any of those things. Like, I can't think about the emotional barriers that happen for some people that are like, I guess you can't fucking do this anymore. Or scared right. of, or scared of yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. like right. you know, right. so like that's right. yeah. intense in itself because like you don't realize how much you're actually putting in your body and how much yeah. you're doing so yeah. and then I <clears throat> had to start injections um so we went for 17 days I think. yeah wow. so
2: basically the pharmacist was an amazing person we love like, you he, we, Al, Al we love you so much like he made it worth it like he uh, was just amazing and so so we have an incredible drug plan through Escazoni. like incredible. Okay. almost everything I get is 100% covered amazing. Fertility drugs are covered $2,400 per, per person. person per lifetime. So okay. that's not even in the Wait, total of what it costs per person per lifetime. So now that I've that Haley has now used that i've all used her all her mine like i can never or... i will right. always have to pay out of pocket, out of pocket for those.
3: that's that what energy. happened to my
1: cousin too because she just had another baby through the through ivf and she hit that roadblock of like now everything's out of pocket. so think about it like this
2: we were going in and when you get to a certain point you go in every single day and you get blood work and you get an ultrasound and they look at how big the eggs are you want to get to 17 millimeters yeah so so every day we're going in and we're getting, and every day you got to buy new medication if today is not the day. So our medication okay. ran out after like a week or two. Right. So to
3: put some context in this, we started on February 13th was the first day of the injections, and we didn't end up finishing our last dose until February 25th. Wow. So when our coverage
2: ran out after about a week and a half, it bec- it started being any seven hundred dollars a day. day. So every single day we were driving in and I was in the car being like, 17 millimeters. Please 17 millimeters.
3: Day. Oh my be God. Like,
2: That's please. day. And I feel like, here's my credit card. Yeah. <laughs> oh and my so it got God. very stressed. That part was very stressful for me every day. Of because course. I kept like looking at my limit and being like, do I need to have my limit? Because like we right. used the loan for everything and that wasn't really. Yeah. So that to the and the guy at the pharmacy was amazing even to the point that he he was like don't throw out don't throw out your syringes syringes yeah. with like drops in them left and yeah. he, he pulled them out and put them together to give oh, us like one more dose he's gosh. incredible gosh. and like oh. i was sitting there, Good people, there was a, right? i was sitting there waiting for medication one day and one of the of couples i i mean i hope it worked out for them i truly don't know if it was that but they they didn't need any more medication so they had more than they needed
3: I almost went and, and got it he, out of the garbage. No, he
2: gave it back to the pharmacist. The pharmacist like, are you sure you don't want to, keep, like, and he's like, what am I going to do And he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. And I'm sitting there, like, being oh, like, God. I'll give you $50 for it. Yeah. <laughs> save me $700. Oh, and God. and the pharmacist, once he gets it back, he's like, I, I can't, just, like, can't legally, do that. I yes. don't know what happened it's to her sure when either. it was off the city. Yeah. I get all that. But I was right. like, I was like, so tempted to be like, so weird. and just like, chase him out and be like, can I have it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, of course. Because <laughs> it's the same stuff, so
0: what so an we, added stressor in an uh, already like emotional roller coaster jam packed right. process, right?
2: And so Haley kept get like it was so crazy, you guys. It looked like little tadpoles outside. So her first body. of all, like you could we, see, we wow. worked our asses off to lose a bunch of weight. Yeah, to me, they told us it would be easier easier to get pregnant, if you just lose if you, a bunch of weight. Yeah, right.
3: So like wow. I was like pretty skinny at the time, and like by the last of the 17 days you could see the eggs on the outside of my body yeah. like i felt like wow. a frog with like she the, couldn't
2: sit down i couldn't, couldn't sit down. down i couldn't like, lay down to go to sleep like it i was, couldn't
3: do anything because i painful? was crying
2: just painful. yes
3: and you could feel Pressure. like throbbing like on the outside of your
2: body like you could just
3: like see. pulsing
2: was definitely the worst part for yeah. her was like during this time
3: it was, wow. it was horrible so like so we went in and they were like, like, we see about like 20 follicles in here and we're going in it's every a good day. Number. They're like 20 is a great number. Let's keep them growing, take the medication. So like do that for 17 days. They're just getting bigger, and bigger right. and bigger and bigger. Cuz they and want so-
0: each one of those to be 17. The average,
2: average. Okay, to me 17. 17. So okay. some could be smaller, some could be bigger, but the okay. average they want to get to there. And the day that they said there's I was like so happy. I'm like oh thank god. Yeah. <laughs> thank
3: god. Well then they had to do like uh they had to do a vaginal ultrasound every time to measure them Mm. and like that was starting to get very uncomfortable yeah so uncomfortable (laughs) i was like yeah this is day three how many (laughs) more days are we going to do this yeah this is like (laughs) so there's not even anything like Mm. baby in there and this is like a lot
0: Yeah, yeah it is
3: and um so we got to 17 millimeters and they were like okay we're going to do the trigger shot. So like they told us about the trigger shot. This is what you do. You take it 24 hours before they're going to do the actual retrieval retrieval of all the eggs because it like basically, I guess in a better word, Mm -hmm. makes them drop basically. Wow. kind of thing. So you get the trigger shot and then they book you to go into their OR to retrieve all of the eggs
2: which i'm telling
3: this (laughs) so but so we get so we get the call that woohoo we reach the average of 17 millimeters we go into the clinic we meet the nurse yeah we get in the gown like heather has to get heather had to get the surgery gown i had to get my surgery right anyway so we get in all of our gear and then before we get in there the doctor is amazing. They have the lab, they have the um, embryologist who's just like <laughs> fabulous. No, I'm telling the beginning part. Yeah. You can tell the How, who,
0: like I, I know. I job. just thought the same thing, Sarah. Both,
3: you know? Yeah.
0: Incredible. Yeah, yeah
3: yeah she's amazing she graduated from Dow and now she's working with them and she's like a genius also anyway so wow. we met with those two right before we're about to do this retrieval and the physician was like so like how many eggs do you think yeah she said like
2: like just take a guess because who knows and i said 17
3: the doctor said like 23 or 20 or yeah. something the embryologist was like maybe like 17, 18, or whatever, and I said 43, <laughs> which everyone laughed hysterically. At.
0: The like, overachiever, come, on. come yeah. on now, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: So then Heather can tell us the rest. So, of
2: so, they,
0: expectations.
2: so they get her all uh doped up. She was, and so we're in a small room, and the nurse was a woman, the doctor was a woman, and embryologist
0: the, was a
3: woman.
2: The, the lab is that the lab embryologist, yeah. yeah. So the the lab is attached to the same room with the door open, with okay. a TV, and that I can watch on the TV. Oh, then So the doctor is oh, pulling out files of the eggs and passing it to the well, embry- so the embryologist counts, calls out to you at her count as she's going. Okay. Six, One, eight, ten. Like, oh, okay. She's calling back. Is
0: she like yeah. at the end of the bed, like pulling them like, out? Like the like like in the room? room. But it's like there's a door, window. Like, you know, and a door door okay. And there's
2: like a the room
3: door. But we can watch. Like I'm watching it droopy so on the
0: he, television. She says,
2: "I'm just so. I feel so happy to be blessed by all these strong women in the room. Oh. Like she was so high, <laughs> and she was just like, I feel." like we all made it you guys like we all made it <laughs> it was so funny
0: We're was All like... doing great work
2: <laughs> so they're calling it back and they're calling it back and so this is the part where is really exciting and yeah. it's like kind of unheard of and all of those things, right? But it's also you're, the part you're, where you tread lightly. Terrified, right? People go through this process, right? People, yeah. how, you, how many are you going to get? Are they going to be good quality? And some people go through the process and oh, get oh, no, no eggs, none. right? To enjoy, we have friends, and that's I can't imagine that feeling, because right? It's so emotionally mm-hmm. and physically draining to go through that. And and we, financially we draining. Know people yes. Just
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. Who have right. had
2: that process? So like this is in, like this is not meant to, but this is just our journey.
0: And what a journey it has been so far. We are so grateful to Heather and Haley for sharing this story with us. We have learned and are learning so much. We look forward to part two. We know all of you will as well. So make sure you tune in next week for part two of Heather and Haley's story where they continue to take us through their journey with reciprocal IVF. They'll pick up where they left off with the egg retrieval and share with us the outcome of that process as well as what happened next, what the next steps looked like for them. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us at the table for this meeting. We are so glad you joined us like always. If this episode was interesting, if you enjoyed it,
1: please subscribe to our podcast throw us a review um, give us a like visit us on social media you can find us on instagram at the morning meeting and you can send us an email to Podcast at gmail.com thank you for sitting around our table today we are so glad you were here with us and we hope to see you again soon